Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. And we're coming to you live from the Pud Cave located here at GameSwap in beautiful downtown LinkedIn in the great state of North Carolina. Mike, what is going on, brother? It is a Sunday morning. Easy like Sunday morning, brother. I wish. <laughs> Ain't nothing easy about this Sunday, brother. No, no, not at all. <laughs> so, man, how's, how's uh, your week, man, brother? What's been going on? The week is good. Uh, the weekend, Friday night, man, that was fun. Friday uh, night was a blast. Uh, with the First and Fright Paranormal Group doing the uh, investigation on the uh, courthouse, Lincoln, Lincoln County Courthouse. That was a lot of fun. And we did the Facebook uh, live viewing party here. A pretty good bit of people, I, man. I was it, was, say, it was you were here, yeah, yeah, you know, for for a while, yeah, for a little while, and, and uh, a couple of surprises uh, surprised me, you know, with Chris Eisenberg, Chris Eisenberg, and Melanie Eisenberg, yes, yes. and uh, you know, Jeff Roberts, yeah, man, the the owner operator of uh, the Millennium Wrestling Federation, yeah. he showed up. I, I, that was awesome, man. I did not expect to see Jeff. Yeah. You know. That, that was that was a big surprise. Uh, Casey, you know, his yeah. soon-to-be son-in-law was with us, so was Krista's daughter, you know. Yeah. Um, it was good to see those guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, definitely, it's always good to see those guys. Yeah. And you can see those guys, too, Mike, and so can the Puds out there when you visit the MWF. That's right. <laughs> uh, live. Out of, uh, live out of Howard's Creek at 508 Howard's Creek School Road. I think their next show is this Saturday, or this coming up Saturday, this the 20th. I believe it's the 25th, I believe. Yeah. That would be, what is it? I, I want to say that's the 26th. It might be the 26th. I'm not sure. Anyway, it's 25th, we, <laughs> we never take notes. We have notebooks. And, you know, speaking of notebooks, Mike, something else I want to give a little of attention to. I want to give a little no, shout-out. Right, 25th. It is the 25th? Yeah. All right, great, great. Well, once again, you can see Jeff Roberts, also known as Keith Matthews. He's an asshole in wrestling, but he's really a great guy outside of wrestling. <laughs> Hope I'm not breaking kayfabe too much there, but uh, he does he does it right, man. He does it right. But, um, man, I was going to say something that I completely lost my train of thought. But that's okay because we're here on the podcast, brother, and uh, we can uh, we can wing it. <laughs> but, no, yeah, that, the investigation, that, that yeah, was a lot yeah. of fun. That, that was. That was a lot of fun. I was gonna say, but do you know about how many people showed up? Because I know it was packed when I left, man. There were people coming in and out, you know, all night. I know we didn't leave here till probably midnight. Really? Really? We, as, as the viewing party, because, you know, they, they had cut the feed. You know, about eleven, eleven thirty. Right. Then they came over and and did some, you know, like you know, kind of like a Q and A, yeah, you know, type yeah. thing for about thirty minutes. So wound up leaving about twelve. I know that they went back to the courthouse and uh, continued on oh, really? with with the actual investigation till probably about two in the morning. Oh no way! I didn't know that. You know, because they had you know all their stationary cameras set up, right, uh, to catch anything that was going on, right. The Facebook, you know, with the Facebook, you know, it it's there definitely to see how they do stuff. And uh, sometimes, you know, you'll see something on that. But, you know, it's tough with a camera phone. Yes, you know, you right, know how right. That goes. Exactly. It, it, it's tough. It's not an exact science. No, man. And, for uh, sure. But they're stationary cameras and, and, you know, all that. That's what they use. And I know they're... they're probably still reviewing all the footage because they had so many cameras set up i mean right and you're going through everything meticulously watching right this footage that you filmed for hours and hours and hours and you know mike you just had you were talking about the cell phones you know being cameras not being exact science you know you can say the same thing about just paranormal um investigations in general in general yeah was there anything that kind of stuck out to you during the viewing party watching it was there anything that kind of got you like oh wow you know or um 
we were outside. <laughs> uh, a couple of us were outside. Uh, we were talking. Um, and, and just to grab a cigarette, and we were talking. And all of a sudden, uh, behind me in the alley, have you ever watched the horror movies where the cat jumps into the trash can, makes a big <laughs> oh, metal, yeah. metal trash oh, yeah, can yeah. sound? Somebody dumped something in the trash can out back in the alley. <laughs> scared the hell out of y'all. It scared the hell out of me. I don't know about everybody else, but I was already pretty much to the door at that point. It's that sound. And we and the funny awesome. part is all the all the trash bins in the alley are, you know, those hard plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they it's don't... this metal and glass hitting all at one time. I'm like, Oh my god, what what is they got that? Us. They got us. We're, <laughs> we're, we're done. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, man. They're I not over there. They're over here. <laughs> they done scared them all out, yeah. out at the courthouse now during Game Swap. Right. You know, man, I didn't stay uh, really late uh, for you guys, but I ended up going home and watching the remainder of it at mm-hmm. home before I went to bed. And, um, you know, I'm a skeptic. I think I said that a couple weeks ago or last week. You know, I, I'm a skeptic when it comes to the paranormal stuff. Um, not saying I totally don't believe anything. You know, I just, I just don't know. I'm more agnostic, I guess. One thing, man, that kind of... Um, What's the word? It, it was kind of tense for me watching this thing. Was they had some sort of transmitter, right? Or, or I should say, a receiver, not a transmitter, right. or a receiver, some sort of radio receiver that was, I guess, operating on different frequencies and stuff like that. Now, I will say, when they uh, started operating that piece of machinery, and you could hear some of these voices coming through. Now, granted, I don't know what those voices are. I don't know if it's legit from the spirit world. It could have been from the drive-through at Hardy's, for all I know. I don't know, but I do know that it caught my attention, right? And I do know. That, that there was one moment, Mike, where they were like, how old are you? Mm-hmm. And I heard 40. So did they. I oh, heard wow. it, I heard it myself. And um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Like right, I said, right. man, I don't know. Right. I, I, have a, I have a degree in electronics, so I know a little bit about receivers and transmitters. You know, my first thought was, well, they're just picking up, you know, stray signals. You know, they're picking up other radio signals, you know. Right. But I did find that to be somewhat um, – provocative yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know i mean yeah, I, it yeah. caught my attention yeah. let me put it yeah. like that and uh but all in all mike man what a great night it was, it was. so much fun yeah, uh, it was it was a lot of fun it was man like so we got to see some old friends you know got to see some new friends you exactly. know and uh yeah. i think that's what it really boils down to mike you right. know it's just having uh i know on that live feed i want to say they had somewhere in the range probably 900 viewers yeah i know it was about 700 when i tuned in right it was at 700 and it already started dropping down a little bit right. by that time right so man that's that's phenomenal yeah man. great job shout out to first in fright um, Yeah, definitely man hopefully uh we'll hear more from these guys and hopefully you know we can continue to you know look at some of these places around town man because the courthouse is not the only place that's haunted around here you know or or, or has been claimed to be haunted well you know? i take this and i'll go ahead and put this out there here it goes I, I I thought it was funny. Um, and it's not long after all this kind of started that everybody kind of has popped up, you know, to where it's like, okay, my place is hauling in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which you know it could be it could true. Be I know, true. I know. Next door at the coffee shop, you know, even before this started, they've been talking about this for years that they've got a ghost over there. Right. Right. And you know, with the, all this stuff happening uh lately you know with with the investigation everybody's kind of popping up well there's a ghost in here and I, i'm convinced now that i am the only store that's not the it. only establishment <laughs> on this this block this <laughs> well shit what was that <laughs> i'm convinced that i my store is the only store that is not haunted whatsoever 
you know, Mike, I would probably go ahead and say you're right about that. Um, I would probably venture to guess that no stores are haunted, but that's just me. I don't know. I, I, never, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's the thing. You never know. You never know, you man. Never. That's the thing. It's unexplained. Everything. Yes. And I'm sure as hell not going to sit here and say I know for sure and I don't know right. for sure. Um, I know for certain. I'm not up for sitting in the dark at the <laughs> courthouse. No. No, sir. That no. that takes a special kind of person yes. to do that. To sit still. It just for that long. No I, way, I'm too man. antsy. I can't. There's no way, yeah. man. No, no. No. And I just I don't like silence either. You know? No. Anybody yeah. knows me knows how much I talk and run my mouth, and you can yeah. absolutely yeah. understand I've that. I've got to have something going in the background. Yes, yeah, something, man. Either yeah. music, something, right. a television show, something, something, man. Talking, whatever. And speaking of talking, Mike, brother, this week on the podcast we're going to be doing some talking. And we're and actually, watching. And watching. I was about to say, man, we're trying something a little different this week. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's another one of the first for us puds up here in the Pud Cave. We're going to give something a shot. And it's a really good dovetail from what we covered last week. Uh, for the, those puds out there that didn't listen, we covered the year of 1984 in the Jim Crockett Territory. Um, we pretty much reviewed and went over some of the highlights, some of the feuds, some of the, uh, the workers, or superstars, I should say. Mm-hmm. And all this basically was leading up to the year-ending year event known as Starcade 84. We touched on Starcade very briefly. And the reason we didn't go into Starcade is because this week, Mike, yes. once again, going into a first here on the podcast, me and Mike are going to watch Starcade 84. Now, granted, we're going to be doing some fast-forwarding. We're going to be doing some skipping around. Yeah, we're going to hit... Hit the matches mostly. We're, right. we're going to kind of highlight the matches of, of the event, um, and not so much the interviews and right. and, and uh, back footage, which they you know would show kind of the 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 footage to put over the angle for the match. Right. Um, but we're going to be hitting the matches during this because it is a three hour. Uh, Correct. It wasn't even a pay per view at that point. No sir. Um, closed circuit. It's a closed circuit only and live event. So it was it was right at three hours. You know, and Mike, let's maybe uh, in case there's anybody out there that's under the age of thirty, uh, probably not. But just in case, let, let's describe what closed circuit was. Closed circuit. Um, a closed circuit feed was anything that was broadcasted from say like an event, anything, a baseball game. Concerts, uh, concerts, yes. anything like that before the days of say like a pay per view, and um, it wasn't broadcasted live on TV. No. You know, that, and that was basically to get your attendance, uh, the attendance up. Right, so, right. So you wouldn't be you, you would feel more um, obligated to go and see it live. Right. That you couldn't see this readily available on TV. Right, or or even in your town. Right, you know, because right. uh, but also closed circuit was used uh, for sellouts. Right, and it was very essential because a lot of these events were, were sellout right. events, so they would close circuit uh, broadcast to say like a smaller venue yes, down the road or across town or at a movie theater or anywhere like that. Right, basically, and, and you know, just like you said with the movie theater, that's what they would do. They would just have a, a big screen up, mm-hmm. and then they would just show the event in real time. Right. And In other words, it was a direct feed to whatever building. Uh, and, you know, Mike, you're right. I forgot about that. A lot of times the sellouts, 
they would have to go and get a smaller venue right. and set up the screen. You know, movie theaters is actually a yes. great example. I know, I believe it was WrestleMania one, I believe, is where they had a lot of theaters rented right. out. Because um, you know, a lot of people always go back to WrestleMania being the first big one. We both know that Starcade '83 yeah. was course, that, you know, the first one, right? And uh, you know, with WrestleMania, the first one, you know, that wasn't a pay per view. No, no, right, correct, yes, sir. It was, it was closed circuit, and right. uh, basically, it's a great idea for for that time, and that business model was genius. Yes, because it's like we can rent out these many buildings. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you had to put money into the production. You had to get that live signal feed. You know, there right. was some problems with the first WrestleMania and some of their closed circuits. You know, they had to give a lot of refunds oh, yeah. back. You know, it, it was still very, Not very exact science. No, once again, brother, once again, absolutely, absolutely. Uncharted territory. It, it was, but, uh, you know, closed circuit, man, it was just that, it was really that first step going into pay-per-view. In other words, right. instead of doing it where you had to buy a ticket to go to an arena or to a smaller theater or something like that, now you can just buy it watching from home. Exactly. But before all that. And those sales, you know, those sales like that, that, that oh, God, they were tremendous. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Once, once they went to that market. It, it just went through the roof, yes. man, you know. So, my brother, I guess we can go ahead and uh, start watching a little Starkin once again. This is going to be sort of a reaction slash review slash discussion on this event. Right. And we're going to, like I said, once again, we're trying something new. We're going now, to if watch you've it. got the WWE Network, uh, you know, which is basically, unless you've got um, a copy yourself of, of the event, uh, would be the only way to watch right. Starkin. You're not going to find it on it's YouTube. not on YouTube, you know, man. You're no. not going to find it on it. Uh, what, daily motion, any, any anything like that. So yeah, you got definitely if you got the WWE Network, Stark eighty four is on there. So right. we're gonna start uh, from the beginning. Uh, and let's and see. they're recapping. Actually, they started to recap the end of Stark eighty three with Flair winning the title from Race in the Cage. Right, with one of the greatest finishes of all time, I might add. That flying body block by Ric Flair has got to be one of the greatest flying body blocks of all time. I don't know and, if I would ever say that. Well, yeah, man, and that was got to be the... Are, are, the, you, are you sarcastic? Me? Very, very much. Thank buddy. you. Yes, okay. sir. Because... I can't see your face because I'm looking at the video feed. Maybe I need to look this way and you need to look this or way. Get a so mirror. Can, yeah, exactly. We can get a mirror yeah. set up. You know, Mike, you got to admit, man, that's got to be the worst finish. That of... was terrible. <laughs> That was terrible, the, the, but it was back then. It, it was acceptable. It, it, it you could buy it, but right. Well, this is also back in the day when a suplex can win a match. Right. Sincerely, it, it is could. what it is. I've seen Bob Orton Jr. do it. Yeah, on many a. And Flair won it with a suplex at some point, didn't he? It seems no. Like, oh, okay, maybe I just got it mixed right. up with that wonderful flying body block that yeah. he did. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, definitely go back to the network. Definitely go back and watch that. Yes, and, and I think I think that set, sets the stage because um, Gene Kaniski was the special referee in that. That's right. Yes, sir. I think that also sets a, a stage for this one because the main event with Flair and oh boy, uh, Dusty is going to have a special uh, special referee for that. Right. Which let's go ahead and put it out there. Don't get a special fucking referee. No. And once again, speaking it's of... It's always going to go to shit. It, absolutely, man. And not only that, 
But speaking of the worst finishes ever, I mean, oh. we'll, hey, we'll hey, get there. We'll get, get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, are almost always guaranteed to get a shit finish. Shit, shit finish, man. Yes. A special referee. And, and what is so crazy, man, is Starcade 83 and 84 both had special referees in the main event and both had shit finishes. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, right. man. <laughs> First thing we're going to start out with, let's see. Dr. Tom Miller's in the ring. Here yes, comes sir. Tommy Young, greatest referee no, of all time. Not Tommy Young. No, that's a Hebner. I'm not oh, sure I'll be damned. One. That is a heavener. I'm okay. not sure which one. Dave or Earl. I can't remember which one worked for Crockett I think exclusively and which one worked for Vince exclusively. Ain't that a trip? How you had two twenty referees work for different promotions. I, I always just thought the Hevner brothers were just just a trip in themselves. Yeah. Man. You know, which I'm still not 100% convinced that they were twins. Man, I still think Million Dollar Man took another referee, maybe Joey Morella or something. Oh, yeah. You know, did the plastic surgery. Uh, That's what Hulk Hogan told me. No, Uh, here we go. All right, first match coming up. Uh, This is going to be for the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship. It's between Mike Davis, who is the champion. Yes, sir. And Danny Brown, who was... The creator of Denny's Restaurant. No. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, all right. is that not- I like Denny Brown. Denny was okay, man. I like Denny Brown. Denny was all right, man. I like Denny. He was uh, all right. Denny would probably go on to be probably one of the more famous of the, the junior heavyweight champions. I'd, I'd always put him up there with, well, no, no more famous than Lasertron. Now, Jesus Christ. We, let's go ahead and get that out Let's go ahead and get man. that shit out of the way yeah. early. Early. Because that way we're all on the same page that Danny Brown cannot hold Lasertron's phaser. Yeah. Phaser. <laughs> hey, but you know, man. It was a proton pack. <laughs> hey, man, I still feel bad about that, Chris Eisenberg. <laughs> All right, here we go. Mike Davis. uh, Now, here we go. All right. Mike Davis is another Florida guy. Right. That Dusty had brought up. Uh, His most famous angle was with uh, Kevin Sullivan when Kevin Sullivan had brainwashed him into thinking that he, in fact, himself was Dusty Rhodes. No shit. I don't know this. You've got to go back. Anybody that got. Go back and watch this because so, it's one of the greatest angles of all time. And I've never Mike heard of Davis this. puts it over like, oh my god, unbelievable! I, I don't even remember Mike yeah, Davis. He, man. He's got the black X on his head. No shit, just, just, dressed just like Dusty Rhodes. So, so let, let, just to make sure I, we are one hundred percent on the same page, Mike. So, right. so Kevin Sullivan, the Prince of Darkness. Yes. Has Mike Davis convinced that Mike Davis himself is actually the American Dream Dusty Rhodes? Yes. I'm going to YouTube today, brother. That's what I'm doing after post-production, man. I'm going to look this. I had no idea. How have I not known this, man? Oh, my God. Once again, brother, that's why I love doing the podcast. I I learn new shit all the time in here. Um, We'll get to Florida at some point. Oh, absolutely. But the point being that Dusty was bringing a lot of the Florida guys up. when When he was down there, he took over the book. And now he's incorporating a lot of Florida people. Right. Uh, this, I'm going to tell you, to me, this this match, hands down, I think is probably one of the best wrestling, just pure right. scientific, technical, technical right. wrestling matches right. on, on the card. Right. Maybe not a lot of, maybe not a lot of emotion going into no. this match. I mean, it's a title no. match. It, yeah. It's a, it's a it's competition. A face, and it's a face versus face yeah, match. Yes, sir. In other words, man, this is like your legitimate competitive nature mm-hmm. of old school wrestling. Yes. You know, this is what kept it based in reality or matches like this. Right. You know? But now granted, man, once again, being someone who was more into the psychological aspect of professional wrestling, this match to me, even as a kid, when I would go back and watch this on VHS, 
a lot of times I'd fast forward, man. Really? Know, just to be completely honest with you, because it wasn't. There, there, oh, just, there, there, there wasn't a lot of stake. I mean, the well, title. See, we miss, we missed that. That was. Let's get back on that one, just for a second. Because as good as the match is, it has has its moments right here. All right, and Mikey, let's uh, tell the people. Whoa, okay, what what just happened there, Mike? All right, here we go. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. Okay. Oh uh, my goodness. So Denny Brown goes there. It's obviously you know it's just a very very bright spot. Uh, goes outside <laughs> of the ring, and uh, wow, yeah, that was basically it was supposed to be a shoulder tackle. A shoulder tackle. It, 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 it kind of went just kind of kind of went south. Yeah, it definitely went south. But see, here we go, face face. He helps him up. Helps him up into the ring. Pats him on the back. All right. You know. Holds holds the ropes up and for him. Shows that camaraderie, man. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, you know, still at this time, wrestling is considered. It's real. A, a competitive sport. It's legitimate. Compa- right. Yeah, it's very competitive, man. Right. A competition is what I'm trying yes. to say. Legitimate competition, which. Once again, going back to the psychology, man, it just showed we're both good guys. We don't cheat. We don't, you know, we, we don't cut corners. We don't, you know, do these underhanded tactics. Exactly. And we're wrestling for this title. Right. And, you know, Mike, of, of course, the junior heavyweight championship will later on become the cruiserweight championship. We yes. know of, you know, but I think a lot of people make it argue that that title was really more or less the technical wrestling championship. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, you know what I mean? Because you, know, you had you had guys like, you know, even though I'll give them shit, you know. Laser Tron. Laser Tron, Hector Guerrero. you know. Was an incredible technical yes, wrestler. Sir. Nelson Royal, um, man, was good. Nelson Royal was fantastic. Was phenomenal, man. Fantastic. Mike Davis. Yeah. You know, here Denny you go. Brown. Denny I'm... Brown was, was phenomenal. I don't think Denny Brown got... Um, I, I really like Denny Brown. I did, yeah, I did too, man. As a wrestler. I think his size probably kept him from doing anything more. Right, right. Because uh, he was, he was uh, a stout guy. Sure, sure. I think right here we're about to see. There we go. Yeah, uh, and, and basically what yeah. we watched right there was Denny uh, coming up and doing a flying forearm off the second rope. Uh, not not the prettiest flying no, forearm once wasn't. again. You definitely know, once wasn't. again. <laughs> but uh, the thing about Denny Brown, man, what, I think what put him over so much was it was just that he was the constant technical wrestler. He was. Man. I mean, he, he was. The, the title worked for him so well. Same thing with Nelson. I don't you know. remember... He may have talked. Very, very rarely, man. I don't remember. I don't either. I, I don't. So it couldn't have had a lasting. Kind of like impression. when Nelson Royal. You know what I was thought I, funny. I've heard Nelson Royal talk. Oh really? See, and, I don't recall. And, oh, you'll you'll know as as and we may get upon this at one time or another, but he would always do the opening promos, the video promos for. Uh, the bunkhouse stampedes. I think I do remember that and because the saddle be and his book. Fire. Yeah, yeah. yes, he, I, he I would, do. He would always be by the campfire. It's like, he was the old guy telling the story. Yes, that's right, brother. I forgot about that man because yeah. it had that really cool, um, almost well, it was a western type yeah. scene. It, it yeah. was like, let me tell you boys about how they did it in the old days. I think he was even cooking a pot of beans or something, man, oh, which yeah. would even put it over even more. Yeah, you know? that's right. <laughs> but uh, I think we're about to see. If I'm not mistaken, we're about to come up on the end of this match. About to see the finish of this, uh, this really this go. clinic, man. I All mean, right, here we go. Reversal, reversal into the corner, back into the back 
suplex one two three and oh three. and we have the one of the coolest finishes i've used this finish yes I, I, i've yes. used this finish probably a couple times right i love that finish where someone goes into the corner comes back out you do the belly to back suplex on them both shoulders are down yes and one gets the shoulder up oh, on that three fantastic. count because it, it, it like trips everybody it fakes everybody out yeah you know yeah. you think you just won but no the other guy yeah. just had their arm up even though you're the man who gave that maneuver right you don't have enough um self-awareness where you're at at the time to raise your own shoulder up exactly per, once again man going back to the psychology telling a story in the ring man something that i think maybe current wrestling doesn't right. hit on got the handshake the hug, yeah. the, the handing of the belt to the other. Yeah. You know, it was um, sportsmanlike. Oh, yeah. Man, very sportsmanlike. This would be Danny Brown's first. Is this his first run his with first it? His first run with it. Because, man, he held that belt on up through what? eight? Well, up to about Lasertron, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I don't know who Lasertron beat for that belt. I can't remember. It was Danny Brown. Was it Danny? Was yeah. it? Okay, yeah. okay. It was actually Danny Brown. Because I know they, they juggled the belt a little bit between Nelson and, and Danny. You know, Danny? we go back and forth. Yep. Um but yeah, man, when Lasertron came in, uh, that's why he was the last champion because no one could really follow that, man. Okay. It, it would be the same way as trying to follow Freebird, man. You just can't do it. Right. You know, once you get to that certain level of excellence that we have with Lasertron, that's, I mean, where do you go from there, brother? You know. Arachnaman. <laughs> Arachnaman. Ah, uh, or the Yeti. <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. All right, so that was man. a good that was a good match. It was a good technical match. I always liked Danny Brown. It was uh, a good way to kick yeah. off the show. And I like I like Mike Davis. This is probably the last thing Mike Davis would. Well, he did the rock and roll RPMs, but yeah, that, that's this right. is a yeah. whole different story onto itself. But um, before that, like I said, check out that Florida. Stuff. I will. I have to go this back. Is, is amazing. And you know, now look at this guy. See, we're looking at a young Tony Schiavone. Well, everybody's young in this video, brother. We, we're even about to look at a young Ric Flair coming yes. up here in a minute. Um, yes, sir. And you know, Mike, something else we ought to talk about are the people who are doing the commentary for this show, man. We have, right now in the backstage interview segments, we have a very young, uh, dashing Tony Schiavone. Yeah. Uh, Pre-mustache, I might add. Yes, you know, sir. Oh, man, I told you, I'd probably before he could grow one. Right, look. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the other two people doing the commentary on these matches is the the legendary Gordon Soley, the legendary Gordon Soley, considered by me to be the greatest. Uh, I don't consider him to be the greatest. He's definitely in the top three, in my opinion. And we also, who I consider to be the greatest. The greatest. The greatest so, of all time. To me. My, me too. And I know we may, we're biased. Oh, yeah. We're biased. For sure. But that man would be Mr. Bob Cottle. Yeah. The voice of professional wrestling. Absolutely. Uh, man, when I hear his voice, yeah. even today, and when I go back and I watch uh, the old stuff, Hearing his voice gives me a sense of comfort. To be honest with you, man, it takes me back right. to being a kid, and it also gives me just that sense of home. Almost like when you eat a meal, like your mom would make, or oh, yeah. you, you know, yeah. so or you go to a yeah. certain restaurant, you know, or Christmas music, or a certain song, you know. Bob Cottle's voice does that to me, man. It takes me right back yeah. to ten years old. It takes me right back to my mom and dad's living room, and in my opinion, yeah. the greatest man. He put it over so well, man. Oh, and for sure. uh, you know, Gordon Soley. Thankfully, Gordon Soley gets his props. You know, I don't think Cottle gets his props as much as I think he should, but Soley definitely does. And you know, for sure, got to get got got to give a shout out to those guys. Man. Oh yeah. Now what what we have here is a match that I am just this, this match dumbfounds me. Now, now because, who, who is this, Mike? Uh, we've got the Japanese uh, 
Mr. Ito. Mr. Ito, yes. Uh, and there's confusion even on his name, whether he called him Mr. Ito or Mr. Ito. Ito. And you can hear there's, that. There's a that. lot of that in old pro wrestling. Oh, man. Uh, I don't even know where Mr. Ito came from. Japan. To be honest. Oh, I mean, yeah, besides <laughs> Japan. It's like, I don't remember him in Florida. I don't remember no. him anywhere else. He just no kind of popped in for Starcade 84 and he's gone. I don't you know, know if it, they had a deal. You know, again, maybe it's like one of the Baba. Japanese promotions or something. Yeah, that's the thing. And I, no idea. But he's going against Brian Adidas. Who makes great shoes, by the way. And well, you know, <laughs> no idea with Brian Adidas here. Brian Adidas is not a bad wrestler. No. Not a talker. No. His biggest thing was his feud with, well, first with being friends with Von Erichs in yes, Texas. Yes, right, right. And his feud with the Von Erichs Von Erichs, in Texas. yes. After he went heel on and right. Right. Uh, here, Brian's kind of getting started out, and they just, they just didn't know what to do with Brian. Right, right. And, and Which, I mean, you know. He, he fell yeah. into that. Yeah. Into that, you know, there, there are so many I think many they were good, looking for a good looking, you know, uh, baby faces. Who can work, and he, he can. can work. He could. He, he could work. I think he fell into that, that Brad Armstrong team yeah. Warner thing, man, you know. For sure. Just all the ability, right. the, the the look, but yeah. just didn't have enough, man, to really get to that next level. No. You know. Yeah. Um, didn't have that charisma. They just didn't, I didn't, man. I didn't see it. I didn't either, man. What, what little bit that I was aware of Brian Adidas coach, you know, by the time I started watching Crockett, he had already left the promotion and I guess was back in Texas at this point. I do remember catching him a little bit on World Class. But never, man, it was just one of those guys you read about him in the magazines. You know, you'd see his name in the top ten, usually around eight, you know, right. in, the, in the promotion. <laughs> I mean, not trying to be, you know, be a dickery. Yeah. I bet yeah. it's just oh, what yeah. it was, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, man, not, not really a huge fan. Mr. Ido, Ido, you know, um, Kind of the same thing, you know. Granted, you know he he was a. This is you know this is probably you know just stereotyping at its best. It, it is. You know he comes out you know barefoot and he's wearing the wooden shoes out to the Absolutely. ring. Absolutely. Yeah, throw the salt, you and, know. I mean, you know it, uh, it is. It, I mean it's it's everything like that. And unfortunately, you know, Mike, I know we touch on this. Unfortunately, about every week. You know, I know for at least last week we had to touch on it, but man, there was so much just stereotyping, so much oh yeah racism, man. You know, yeah. you just hate to say it, but yeah. But you know, on the flip side of that, you know, these minorities got paid out for it. You mm -hmm. know, too. Right. It's it's kind of one of those weird things, man. It's like yeah. shouldn't Mister Ito or Ito stand on his own just right. as a man? Oh, absolutely. You know, or are we gonna you know put the you know all these stereotypical Japanese right. yeah. gimmicks with him to put yeah. him over the crowd. Unfortunately, yeah. man, in that time it worked. Yeah, you know it may still work today. Who knows? You know, um, it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't think. It, I think it would just be cheap. I think people would see it for what it was, yeah. which is exactly what it was. Man, it was a cheap reaction, right. man. And let uh, me tell you, Mister Mister Ito is is a non-seller here. Oh, Adidas has <laughs> already got him up in the. Well, the airplane uh, spin airplane, we got going on here. Freaking dang airplane spin. <laughs> and I think that does it, right? That and that was the win. That's the win. An airplane spin. Airplane spin. Mike, this brings up a good point, man. As the we... goddamn airplane spin. <laughs> Do you think, because we just saw with the Ric Flair Harley Race match from the year before with that really outstanding crossbody block that Flair did. What do you think, man? Do you think wrestling has gotten better or has maybe regressed? 
from these holds not having huh. the same impact, man. In other words, now an airplane spin would not beat anybody. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but back then it did. Well, I don't. What I, do you think? Man? I don't know because I think it's a good setup. I don't sure. think it is. They he used this obviously as a finisher. Right, right. It's almost kind of like an airplane spin into a uh, a back body drop kind of. Or, or, or a, a you. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Seen as attitude adjustment. You know, right. Call, you know, with that takeover, and uh, you know, even now, you know, say like uh, Antonio Cesaro. Right. Uses that, not the airplane spin, but he uses that you know traditional hold the legs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. around, but right, it, you know, giant swing. More, I think it's giant called. Swing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. But yeah, it's it's used as a setup. Right. Now. So I think it's a good setup. So, but as as far as a finisher, nah, I'm good. Yeah, man, it's it's just one of those things, you know, because I've, I've, I've never seen, been dizzy enough to just lay know, there for just pee pinned. Yeah, just yeah, seriously, yeah. man. Uh, but I do think there's something to be said for those simple maneuvers causing wins back yeah. then, man. You know, I'll give you an example. See, uh, he, they were showing a replay of it. And he, honestly, he almost loses. He about he about just takes him on over his shoulders yeah. there. Yeah, I just I I'm not seeing it. Yeah, that that one was one that. So if you're putting your your opponent over that dizzy. Shouldn't you be dizzy? The psychology says I you mean, should be. Yeah. Now I have seen I some wrestlers move. do that. I have seen some uh, wrestlers will stumble after that. I have seen that before. But you know, obviously, man, in today's time, you just don't see any airplane spins. No. But you know, man, on the flip side, I know a friend of ours, David Hayes, uh, who's also doing a podcast, man, and I, I believe they're actually going to have a new episode up coming up in the next week. So I want to go ahead and right. give those guys some props and put them over. Uh, but you know, man, it's like he posted a video. To where this guy takes like twelve DDTs. It's you know one of the independent things. And then eventually the guy got beat by a roll up, man. Yeah. You know it's yeah. like you, you know you yeah. kick out a twelve yeah. DDT. No, you know it's, it goes no, from one extreme you, to the other. Can't. Yeah, you man. Can't. It's like the 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 opposite extreme of what we just saw with getting pinned by an airplane spin. You know, right. got to be a little mid ground there, brother. Yeah. Oh, right, well, man, we're on the third uh, third match of the card. Now, who do we have here? Oh, two more Florida guys. Uh, we got. Uh, Mike Graham, right. the, the famous Mike Graham, yes. son of Eddie Graham from Florida. Right. Uh, challenging Jesse Barr, uh, who's another guy. You know, Who I've never heard of. I don't you, Maybe God. you're familiar with, maybe not. Uh, we'll get to that, but uh, Jesse Barr is the Florida State champion. This is okay. for the title. Okay, okay. But two great, great right. wrestlers, and this is a really good match. Uh, Jesse Barr is incredible. I mean, but yeah, he's, he's known for having not the best attitude in the business really see because yeah. i'm not familiar with him man this you may is... be more familiar with him as jimmy jack funk no way yes really yes okay no, i was familiar with from, jimmy jack from, from wwe I, I did not wwf know at the time i did not know yes. that man okay well obviously man you know i've obviously watched dark at 84 in the past obviously um, and I remember this match, but I was just like, okay, I don't know who this guy right. is. Yeah, because you know. they were all from Florida. Florida. Which, which yeah. surprises me because, you know, here we are. We're in North Carolina. We're in Greensboro at the Coliseum. These are all mid-Atlantic guys, except for the guys that Dusty's bringing up for this. Especially this match, because I don't know many people that have seen the Florida stuff You're from right. this area. Right, man. I mean, the only way you got any information, and we've talked about this, was, was just the magazines. Right. That was it, man. That was it. And, I mean, that was for the fans, man, not a casual fan. No. You, you know no, what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was yeah, for... You had to be hard in it. Yes. Hard, hardcore, just, I want to know everything every, about. 
every detail of yeah. every wrestler and every and and that was so such a cool thing back in yeah. man to have those magazines. Oh yeah, I, I love those. Man. Just waiting for them you know, to like, come into your territory. Uh, wait, waiting for the that monthly magazine to come oh, out. Oh yeah, it was yeah. Just, just like man. Oh dude, I remember when they. I, I knew it was every fourth week. Mm. And man, when I went to the grocery and store, and here's the thing. They were two months behind. Yes, sir. In real time. Yes, sir. Yeah. On everything, everything that was happening. But you still. So if you had so so if say you had this, Starcade eighty four that happened in November, you were not getting. To February. February and March. March before you get to before it. Before you right. even saw any pictures from Starcade. Yeah. And uh, and you were still anticipating it, man. Man, it, that it, was a long, long wait. Yes, sir, it was, man. But it was so magical in a way. Oh, yeah. You, you yeah. know, I, like I said, man, I know we talk about society nowadays and how spoiled we get with our own demand yeah. society, our fast food society. Back then, when you had to wait on something and you had to kind of, you know, bide your time, it just seemed to make it so much more special when it, it was, paid off. Man. It wasn't as hard with the TV. Right. Because the TV was behind two weeks. Yeah, correct. Right. So... Two weeks from, say, Starcade 84 again, you would see those highlights. You still got to see And that, that right. was something. Yes. Oh, my God. When you saw those highlights put to that music. Dude, that, man. Uh, that, yeah, I know exactly what Frank you're Frank Stallone. Yes. Um, the dance or something. No, I, I know the song, man. I, I do, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll put a link yeah. to it. We'll figure yeah. it out post-production. Put a link up yeah. to it. Um, but, man, that was magical. I remember staying up late. Oh, and I think it was Channel Nine because Channel Nine was very professional uh-huh. wrestling friendly. I think we we discussed that, Harold you know. Johnson. But man, I had to stay up to like midnight to catch the highlights for Starcade. It was literally thirty seconds. Yes, it was a thirty oh, second yeah. music clip. Yep, and that was the greatest thing ever, yeah. man. It was so worth staying up late yeah. for. It was like it was. Oh my God, that's just enough to buy uh-huh. my time until. You know, you could watch the whole show on VHS, which, man, man, that may take six months or a year sometimes, it seems like. Yeah. It seems like it was a long time before you could rent those things. Um, you, you uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rent. Yes. You know what I mean? You yes. know, be kind, rewind, motherfucker. You uh, better not damn have that son of a back to the beginning, you know. Yeah. But, uh, well, man, let's let's talk a little bit about what we see in this matchup here, man. Pretty straightforward, technical-type match, yeah. you know. Jesse Barr, you know, like I said, I like Jesse Barr. Uh, I thought he was a good heel. He he was a good talker too. Right. That was the thing. You know, we didn't see that here, but you, you watch a lot of that Florida stuff, and yeah, he's he's over, man. And you know, he's a good looking guy. Sure, yeah. You know, he had a time where you know some of the guys were good looking, some some, uh, some weren't, man. but you know, which I kind of miss that too, Mike. Yeah. You, oh yeah. You, you, you know, know just, you know, just different. Mike Graham again. Really, the just incredible baby face. Yes. He was so good. And knew um, the business, man. Yeah. You watch his old interviews, and God rest his soul, man. Mm-hmm. He passed away, what, yeah. about two years ago, I believe it was. Yeah, it so two been. or three, maybe. It may have been longer. Yeah, it's been a while, man. I know he was, um, unfortunately, you know, suicide, you know, it's, it's very sad. And, uh, you know, he's just one of those guys, man, who was born into it. He was raised on it, and he knew it. Yeah. And, uh, man, you watch some of his interviews, you could just sense his knowledge for oh, professional yeah. wrestling. And it also showed in his work. And he's also one of those rare second generation guys. That I was about to say. You yeah. know. That he was he was so good. You know, and, and just, I don't think he ever got to that level of where his dad was. No, no unfortunately. For no. sure. But you know, it's like with Dustin and Dusty. Yeah. You can't take and nothing Cody, away from and Dusty. Cody even. It, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can't because they are both incredible. Right. But 
it's hard to get to you, that level you can, of, of dusty. You can't get out of his shadow, yeah. man. I mean, there's that's dusty roads, right. man. I mean, that, that, there's only yeah. a handful like that, and he was one of those yeah. blessed handfuls. But it, you cannot, hey, man, I consider dusty. instance, say like you know, with Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. That's a good one. Okay, well, you know, I would say uh, Cowboy Bob Orton Senior. Right. I think you know, Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. kind of surpassed, surpassed his dad. Him. And or and Randy and Randy surpassed, surpassed him by leaps. Oh man, I mean, it took it to a whole new right. Bob Orton, as great as Bob Orton Jr. In fact, yeah. uh, another shout out, man, Trey Childs, uh, a friend of ours and a listener, he just brought up Bob Orton Jr. to me on Friday at first and fright thing. We were talking a little bit, and he oh, was wow. like, and he was really putting over Bob Orton Jr. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I was like, man, next time we bring him up, you get a shout out. There Absolutely. it is, Trey. There's your yeah. shout out, brother. Uh, That's it. And thank you for checking us out, man. We appreciate that. But yeah, man, you know, Bob Orton just never got into that main event status. Right. Now, even though he was in the main event of WrestleMania, WrestleMania one, technically, and he technically and he was, was and he was the finish of that. So match. was Snooker. Snooker as well, yeah. you know. Um, and, and Bob Orton Jr. caused the finish of the yeah. first main event in WrestleMania. But Randy, brother, hell, man, The Rock. I mean, you know, you want to start talking about these third generation exactly. guys. I mean, exactly. same thing, man. You know, Rocky Johnson surpassed Peter Maivia. Right. You know, even though they weren't related, you know, blood related. You know, yes. they were by marriage. But then The Rock, obviously, oh, oh, yeah. Jesus, man, you yeah. can't even compare him to anybody. Right. I mean, shit, man. Yeah. He's a completely, he's an icon of his own. But, yeah, man, so we have, a, you know, this great second generation, Mike Graham, who, you know, once again, man, probably did not get as high up the food chain as, right. as, as he should have. Now, I know he did a lot of work afterwards after his wrestling career. I know he backstage in yes. the office and everything. Did so he? he still had that mind for it, that that yes. great mind for the business. Because him and Dusty were really close. Yes, I, I, I remember that that they were very close. So you know, Mike had to work with Dusty on these things, and, oh, yeah. and, and had and had a creative input, man. Which, you know, man, you could even maybe say that Mike's, you know, strong points were more on the creative than even in the ring itself. Even though he was great in the ring, right? You know, so that ought to tell you his creative. You know, I can even look at, you know, like Eddie Gilbert kind of in the same vein. Even though Eddie was tremendous in the ring, man, his, his mind for it was oh, unsurpassed. Man. Yes. Unsurpassed. Yes. There may be some that's just as good, but nobody was better. No. You know. So, yeah, brother. That's, so, uh, we, we've, got a, we've got a good match going on here. I think it is probably, you know. Once again, one of the better technical. One of the better technical matches on this card. Um, now, it's Which is going, you know, it's going to be a, a big, uh. Big leap and bound for the match coming after that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to give a spoiler? Or you no, want to? no. Okay, we're, okay. We're gonna we're gonna push on through this. <laughs> but it has been a good match, and, and once again, like like Mikey was saying at the beginning of this broadcast, just to reiterate, it, go back and watch it. You know, watch it with us. Right. You know, if you're in a position where you can listen to us amping on Starkid eighty four. Then do it, man. Now, we, we, we're going to fast forward a little bit here and there, you know, so it may not be in actual real time. We don't have three hours. Right. I mean, to push come to shove, man, we could make this a two-parter. You know, I mean, hey, man, we're the podcast. You never know. You never know. That's the cool thing about That's when you have a couple puds, you can do what the hell you want on exactly. the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, man, so far, you know, it has been a great card. It you has. Know, it really has, man. I mean, a lot of great I, th- I think with, with, with my exception of the Mr. Ito and, sure. and Brian Adidas match, uh, luckily that was a quick match. It was quick, it man. It needed to be quick. Well, it was enough so, for people to get their popcorn. <laughs> so here's Mike going for the figure four. He was famous for the figure four. You know, not as big as Flair oh, but, you know, right. or, or, or Jack Briscoe, but... Well, he's working on a leg now. Setting it up. So so, so the figure four was his signature. Yes. Okay. Okay. 
Now that I wasn't aware. Like I said, man, I'm not familiar with a lot of his actual in ring work. Right. You know, I knew him more as being a booker or being on the creative on the backstage. You yes. know. Uh, I, honestly, man, just to kind of keep it real, I was looking at him it. more as Dusty's friend. Right. You, you, you know, really. Let's see, he's going for. He's got okay. the figure four we, in now. Yes, he and, has. And Bar gets the ropes. Bar gets to it. And now I can see it is Jimmy Jack. I mean, it damn, is, man. You put a mask on that guy. You put a Lone Ranger mask on him. <laughs> you put a Lone Ranger him, mask. Man. I'll be damned. Yep, sure enough. I always wondered about Jimmy Jack. I just figured, you know, that, hell, man. I mean, that's like putting glasses on Clark Kent, I guess. I mean, I, 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 I'd have never known. Yeah. I could have oh. Jimmy Jack and there. Oh, oh, no. We got a Hebner down. Hef, there's a Hebner down. We, we got a Hebner down. And we got a small package. And, uh, and I'm count, I just counted the five. No, this is the first, first referee buff we've had. So. That's true. That is true. Yes. Uh, once again, man, a Boom. great match. You know, it's a back and forth. Now, is Mike Barra healing this well, match, see, that's Mike? the thing. They did the referee bump, but it wasn't a, a significant one where he was just down for... What, five seconds? I think probably about 10 or five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was long oh. enough not to get a pinfall on the other guy. In, in other words, it was just long enough. And oh. he sweeps the legs. Yep, he's going to use and the ropes. We, and and Jack, Boom. And what what happened, Mike? Yeah. What, what, what just, happened, man? Just wrapped him up in the corner. You know, swift legs and and put his legs on the rope to secure the pin. And the referee did not see this. I tell you what, he does kind of look like a funk right there, got, for sure. He, he actually does. does look like Terry. That, the the way that they had this camera angle on, uh, I'm still gonna call him Jimmy Jack, man. Jimmy Jack. <laughs> He's Jimmy Jack. Yeah. The angle they just gave this guy the camera angle, kind of an up. Damn, right there too, man. Oh yeah. He looks like a funk. He looks he, like he Terry does, Funk. He does look like a funk. He he looks like he could either be Terry Funk's brother, yeah. younger brother, or his older son. Yeah. Like if Terry, you know, you know, had a kid at a young age, man. All right. Now what good we're match. seeing it was, a good, it was match. a good match. It was definitely a good match. Uh we're they're showing a, a highlight uh of an incident that happened on the T V where the Long Riders and Tully Blanchard and JJ Dillon tied up uh Dick Slater. I mean, just hogtied him in the corner, <laughs> and they are putting the boots to the steamboat. Yes, pretty bad. And I mean, this is a this is a beat down, people. Yeah. Once again, get yeah. get on the network, get on whatever source you can get, Starcade eighty four, and go back and let's watch some of this stuff. Because man, the the what what's the the group again, man? The tag team of Bart and Bass, Long Riders, Long Riders, Long Riders. Long Riders. You know, I mean, you got these guys. You got Tully Blanchard. You have JJ Dillon. Obviously, this is before the horse. Oh wow, well, they're you know, they're stretching them out pretty. Pretty good there. Yeah, wow. and we're seeing a very young Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, who, who for sure, quite honestly, could be considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest, babyface of all time. He I never turned heel. Never turned heel. No. Not once, man. Everybody, I can't think of anybody else that really, other than Sting. But even Sting had a little up back and forth with the NWO era. So anyway, basically, you're just seeing one of the top most over babyfaces get the absolute, you know, what kicked out of them right. right now to set up for our next match. Well, no, actually, no. Or, I don't I know why. I don't know why they put that segment in between this match because actually our next match is going to be an elimination match between the assassin number one and Buzz Tyler. Oh boy! <laughs> against, I like Buzz Tyler though, man. Against, I, what? I, I, yeah, I, all right, let's hold on. Let's come back. I'm thinking to of that. Buzz Sawyer, brother. I'm sorry. I, you're thinking of Buzz I, Sawyer. I got the wrong Buzz, man. Yeah, you got you got the wrong Buzz. I, I got the wrong Buzz. Yeah, yeah. Not the first time that's happened. Oh, you never want that to happen. <laughs> Probably not the last. But but they're <laughs> they're in a tag match against uh, the Zambu Express. Okay, right, right. Which uh, you know was Elijah Akeem and right. Kareem Muhammad. 
And we've discussed him a little bit. With Paul Jones. With Paul Jones. As the manager. Yes, sir. Right, right. So, in other words, man, we're about to get a straight-up wrestling clinic. Uh, not so much. <laughs> is this where uh, we're going to have some... This is where we go from that, you know, you know that, that technical match, you know, that great match we just had to. Yes. Hey, you know, this is just whatever. Now we're just going to throw it against the wall and see what fucking sticks. This is what, this is what happens. These are... These are these are big guys. Oh yeah, uh, charisma going, going against uh, bigger guys, and, and there is charisma in this thing, man. You got Paul Jones. Yes. you know you have the Zimbabwe. Am I saying that? Zimbabwe Express. Express, man. And these guys are huge, man. Yeah. These guys are intimidating. Uh, go back and look these guys up, man. Yeah, these were these were not guys to 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 play around no, with, man. Absolutely um, not. They, yeah. These guys were just huge, big guys, pounders. Um, pounders. Yes, man. Yes, Buzz Tyler. Buzz Tyler, here we go. Uh, Buzz Tyler's out in some kind of robe. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen Buzz Tyler wear a robe ever. He it always is. wore that, like that, that uh, South Carolina. Uh, was it game? Was it Gamecock jacket he used to wear all the time? I'm not familiar. Something man. like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah. He used to wear that, and he's out in this, this black robe. And it does not suit, man. It no, does it not fit. It, it's just like putting. Uh, Polishing a turd, maybe. Right. Well, you know. <laughs> Putting a rub on a turd. Sure. <laughs> but the assassin, the saving grace for me is the, is, assassin. Is the assassin number one. Right. But here's the thing. This is assassin number one as a baby, as a baby face. face. That's yes. right, man. We're, we're, we're flipping the roles here of what right. made the assassin so, well, not maybe not necessarily popular, but famous i guess yes you, you know known it was how, right. his aggressiveness man yes. his, his hostility scary you know? scary he was so yes. scary as a heel yes man and uh you know and to me to be that scary under a mask because you know the mask always kind of hid your and you know <coughs> we always kind of think of mask and maybe not being the most no you put it over uh, right oh yeah see here we go we're just we're just going at this match already i don't know what buzz tyler is doing well uh, he, he, he's, he's just jiggling and He's jiggling, man. Yeah, this he's, man he's is just going on jiggling. Uh, which, once again, man, I think Buzz Tyler is a good example of not having to have that cookie cutter bodybuilder body type. And still, I liked him the first you, you time know. when he was Bugsy McGraw. You know, I actually like Bugsy. <laughs> I did. I like. I like Bugsy, man. I he did. Was, but he was that, that crazy. <laughs> that, that, no, yeah, right. Man. Yeah, he was like he was that crazy kind of. Almost, almost boogie woogie, man, to to a degree. Well, you, you know, know, they they teamed up a lot. Yes, right. And I love them yeah. guys as a tag team, man. Now you know, Mike. This may be one that we fast forward a little bit. You think uh, this might? <laughs> it's a weird match because. Here we go. It's only a five-minute match. Right, right. But it lasts but for five hours. It seems like it lasts a lot longer because it, it is an elimination match. You're right, right. And these guys are slower. You, you know, oh, not, yeah. It's it, not as an up-tempo. Yeah, you're not going to see the, you know, the Matt Classic. No, no, no. Not a lot of spots, man. No. It's going to be a lot of uh, shoulder blocks, a lot of body slams, a lot of head, head uh, locks, a lot of... And rest holds. You, you see a lot, of, a lot of the leg thing. What is that dance called where you're, you're doing the legs and the? I know what you're. I, I don't know the name of it, man. Uh, Boogie Woogie Man used to do it all the time. Oh, Buzz yeah. Sawyer would do it a lot. Yeah. You know. No, not Buzz Sawyer. No. Not Buzz Sawyer. No. Man, I Buzz Tyler. Tyler, man. Tyler. I'm getting all my Tyler. buzzes confused, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. That's why I have more than one oh, Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> Buzz. <laughs> I like any wrestler named Buzz. Uh, 
But yeah, man, I mean, you know, you do, you got really four huge guys in here. The Zabui Express, man, were just so intimidating, so ahead of their time. They, I don't think they got the push that I they, agree. they should have. Totally agree, man. These guys would have been great against the Road Warriors. Right. These guys would oh, have gosh. actually been legitimate, yeah. you know, competition for the Road Warriors. Right. They're not just going to go in there and mow you over, man. These guys, hell, man, you almost put Zimbabwe over them, over yeah. the Road Warriors to a certain degree. Um, Honestly, I think it should have been, there goes that leg dance again. Yeah. I don't know what the hell to call that thing. <laughs> We're going to find a video Just of it. shaky legs. Yeah, yeah, but back in 84. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think it should have been, honestly, uh, in my opinion, it should have been the Sambu Express against Dusty Rhodes and Manny Fernandez for the, for, US, for, for, for for the, the world, world Tag Time. Yes. You know, one thing, and I believe we talked about this either last week or week before, Mike. It was last week. How was those titles not put on the line, man? You know, and I get, I get Dusty in the main event. I get that. I, I, you know, he was right. looking at I get it. But at the same time, man, we should have really had that match. And that would have well, been see, great, that was, Mike. That was, here's the thing. Honestly, uh, they should have dropped them back to Ivan and Nikita. Yeah. Um, for sure. Before the, Beforehand. And uh, had them carry that in that match. But at the same time... Same, well, uh, it would have been, uh, I mean... It would have been hard because... I don't know how long, uh, like any team like that, I don't know how long Zambui was stayed around. Yeah, yeah. They weren't long for this one. I think this is actually probably their last I, last match in, I think in, it was. in Crockett. Um, I think they would go to, back to Florida off of this, but um, here we go. We, we, I think we're looking at the first elimination coming up. You mean other than my attention span? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is a. <laughs> it's not. It's not really. Deals. No, it, it just. It's yeah. It's, it, it's a is, slow burn, man. Yeah, it's it a is. slow burn. It is. <laughs> and if you guys could go back and watch these two huge guys punching each other, man, this is not. Potato second. Yes, man. This I don't know. This is just not a great match. This see, this not. is where I don't understand. See, there's the. Yeah, there's a pushover. Push over for the pin. One, two, and three. three. So the assassin one beats one of the Zambui Express by basically doing a shoulder block, stumbling against the back ropes. His partner uh, Buzz, uh-huh. Buzz Tyler, yeah. pushes the assassin back on top right. of him and gets a pinfall. Yeah. Once again, might probably not. Not the best. Not the best finish. Not the best player. one. Um, but it kind of goes back to what we've been seeing watching these matches together, man. That some of these finishes aren't. Well, I think we got. What's the word I'm looking for, man? I think we got a little spoiled. Yeah. You know, coming yeah. up, you know, especially being our age and then watching the ECW. I always go back to ECW, man, is where I kind of say. But see well, here. Okay. See here. Before we miss this. Okay. He's doing the, the little leg dance. Uh, I'm not even talking about that. Oh, really? I thought that was, no. that was the highlight. So they <laughs> took that fall. Right. Not 30 seconds after that, the other one takes just takes the count out. Yeah. And then the match is over. Boom. Out. Match is done. Let's, let's just let's just wrap this. Just take it to the house. Let's man. just wrap this stink fest up. So, so this so, elimination. So that's, that was it. That was it. That so was it. just just to recap this match. God damn it! I really hate to do it, Mike, but yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try to recap this match. You basically had one. You had an elimination yes. where where two people have to be eliminated. Right. Pinfall submission count out. We have one of the Zimbabwe Express who does get a pinfall loss. Not the best way to lose no. a pinfall. The other partner just stays outside, gets the count out, and the match is over, brother. We're moving on. All right. 
Well, let's call it for what it is. It was crap. It was a shit. It, it was shit. It yeah. was drizzling, man. Yeah. It was a drizzling shit. Yes, yes. Um, which is really terrible, man, because the other match that I wouldn't put in the higher echelon of matches so far was the uh, Ito match. But even it was a clinic versus what we just witnessed. Oh, my God. Oh, my Jesus, man. You know, you go back to the first match tough. with Denny Brown. Yeah. You know, that one was, man, that was great. So now, oh, man, speaking of wonderful championships. Like, Payne, why don't you give a little Fantastic. background, brother? I don't even see it. I, the one he's wearing is, is it's the a tag, uh, yeah. it's a tag title. But they, they did just have the graphic for it. Well, well let's tell the people right. at home, man. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. What we got up next? All right. It's Mikey's favorite belt. Oh, my. Or, or, or non-belt. Non-belt. Non <laughs> it's invisible. I don't know. He may be wearing it on his hand. <laughs> I mean, because this is, this is the match okay, should, yeah. for the NWA Brass Knuckles Championship. But Brass Knuckles are illegal, man. <laughs> they were actually illegal... Like, for real illegal back in that day. You couldn't have brass knuckles. No. The cops would arrest you, man. Exactly. <laughs> so you, this is this is between uh, May Fernandez, right. the challenger, against Black Bart, the champion. Right. Two really good wrestlers, man. Right. Really uh, good yeah, wrestlers. I love, I love both, both of them. Both these it, guys. Black Bart, J.J. Dillon's with Black Bart right. as well. Right. Um, but it's for this... Who the hell knows where this came from? I don't remember. You know, man. Brass Knuckles Championship. I've never seen it. You know, no. we watched an entire year of not once. NWA 1984. Not once. Not once on the TV. Does they bring it up? No mention. The only time as a kid or, or even to today, man, the only time I ever remember that belt was, or, or that title right. is this match yeah. that we are now watching right now. Yeah. And there's not even a title belt. No. I mean, there's not even a pair of brass knuckles, man. No. You know, if you actually had a like solid gold pair of brass knuckles that had brass knuckle champion on them, I could see that. All right. The only thing I can see in this match right now is both people have their their uh, fist tape. Fist tape. To, I see, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Which at that point, ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, well, you know, yeah. Manny Fernandez. Hey, they, they, well, he's throwing pops. some taters here, yeah. man. He's throwing some taters pops. on. Uh, some pops, yeah. Okay, there you go. And Black Bart took a great bump right there. You know, but then why why not just call it a tape fist match and, and be done with All it? Right. Just like Tolan and right. Ronnie would have a year later. Yeah, you know. Um, but you know one thing about these guys, man. You talk about two real deal oh, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Man. these guys yeah. were the real deal. Manny Fernandez will whoop your ass for real. Yeah. Um, friend, a funny story, man. Uh, my friend Patrick Woody. I know you know P Dog. Yeah. Uh, shout out to P Dog. He gets a shout out this week. Uh, he was from Shelby, and mm -hmm. so was the Raging Bull. Well, Patrick told me a story back in the day, man, that they went and did the old knock on the door and run away routine on the Raging Bull. Oh. And Patrick told me, man, the bull came out with a shotgun and his tidy whities on, man. It's kind of scared him to death, man. I don't believe Patrick and his friends ever went back to the Raging Bull's house. I imagine not. I sure as hell wouldn't. Yeah. Of course, I wouldn't be doing that shit to begin with with the Raging Bull, man, you know. But you you, play, you, you grabbing the bull by the horns. Bro. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Patrick, man, told me that story. That was one of the first man, things I really it. remember. It's all I almost saw the bull, the bull's bull horns. horns for real. Yeah, but I mean, you know, think about that, man. The raging bull coming out with a shotgun. That uh, man uh, don't need a shotgun. No, that man a kill you with it. No, man, and that's what trips me. I was like, damn, yeah. man, what's scarier than the raging bull? The raging bull with a fucking shotgun. Yeah, who's pissed off because you just knocked on his door and run away. Yeah. But yeah, man, way to go. <laughs> yeah, way to go. <laughs> but I remember my buddy Patrick telling me that man back when we used to work together at Mohegan Mills and. uh that just tripped me out, That's man. That crazy. stuck with me, man. Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you that or not, yeah. but yeah, he told us about that, or he told me about that story back when we first met. And uh, I was like, brother, I'm glad you made it. You know, I'm glad Patrick's a good friend of mine, and I'm glad he's still here. Oh yeah, like, man. When you do that in Raging Bull, it's a yeah. uh, it's a crapshoot, man. Yeah. It is. 
I mean, he's gotten in trouble. Lucky. You know, Raging Bull got in a little trouble here and there, getting in fights, oh, yeah. and um, he ain't no joke, man. No, he ain't for no sure joke. not. Well, let me tell you what else Bull is. Bull can get some blood. Yes, sir. And well, right as we're now, seeing right now, right now he is he is busted open. But yes. He can get he can get color. Yes, man, and he could sell it. Yes, you know, man, that was once again maybe we don't give enough props to man because we're talking about how much of a badass he is. Oh yeah, and he was. Yeah, uh, but man, watch him sell. Oh yeah, we're watching this in real time, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And this man who is no slodge. Nope. And, and of course, big Black Bart ain't either, bro. <laughs> no. I mean, Black Bart's yeah, actually absolutely. bigger, and yeah. you know. But the Raging Bulls over here just get murdered oh, right yeah. now. And as an adult, all these years later, what, 30 years later, you know, 30 plus years later, I'm looking at him and I still feel sympathy right now for the Raging Bull. Right. From the just his his actions, man, his facial expressions. But now he's coming back. He just got one of those backhands, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, the Raging Bull's coming up. You know, he's got a good, uh, a good color job going on. Uh, Black Bard, he's getting some taters right to the face. <laughs> By the Rage Boy, he takes a spill over the top rope, mm-hmm. and the crowd is going wild, ladies and gentlemen. I'm okay. going wild. Oh, man. I'm um, tripping. This is a great nothing, match. There was nothing more exciting than Manny when he got going. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. man. He was a fucking freight train, yeah. brother. Yes, man. Full steam ahead. Um, and, you know, just talk about the violence and the blood. You know, I know we're going to definitely talk Starcade 85, obviously. But, you know, man, you got to talk a little bit about that Abdullah match. You know, to this day, one of my favorite oh, matches dude. of all time, man. Yeah. It stuck out. That match sticks out. But but we'll get there. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get there. We'll definitely get to that point <laughs> on there. Uh, so what are we seeing right now, brother? Let's see. We got a uh, Black Bart outside with J.J. Dillon, his manager at the time. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Bart's, Bart's got some color on him, too, now. Let's see. Now, that would... uh. And he, he does. Can, he can get Bart yes. can get some color too. He is busted up, and it is, which makes sense for a brass knuckles championship match, man. You got to have a little color going on to put this thing over. Yeah. And uh, you know, Mike, I think you're right. I think having the tape fist is basically what they were trying to get across. I think that's the point because I really never noticed that either. Right. Honestly, I just never really thought about it because they didn't call it a tape fist match. Um, you know, but let's. Let's speak a little bit more about the Raging Bull, because I want to ask you a question about the Raging Bull, man. You know, talking a little bit about racism and this and that. The man's finishing move, Mike, was called the Flying Burrito, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I remember even as a kid, I'm like, what? I, I just, what? I don't, I never understood it. I understand completely why, man. Because I mean, it was it was just racist, man. T- <laughs> didn't Tito do the same thing? So I'm sorry, now. Didn't Tito do the same thing? Tito Santana. I don't know if they call it the Fly Burrito, though. They call it something. The, the, the Ariba something, maybe? or It was something Hispanic. Yeah. It was definitely, but but he did have the same move, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But, man, when they used to call it the Fly Burrito, I mean, it's like, well, let's... I didn't get it. I just... <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't understand why... It's food. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why not have the flying chicken leg? I mean... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, really, man. Thing, when, when Dustin dropped an elbow, it wasn't the meatloaf. Dude, well, <laughs> <laughs> it should have been. I mean, Dude, that would have been awesome, man. Yeah. I, hell, I would have loved Dusty even more, man. <laughs> yeah, you know. The steak drop. Yeah. You know? oh, fuck <laughs> the meatloaf. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm going to give you the meatloaf, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Mike Payne. You what's, got me, bro. You got me. What's, what's the meatloaf, baby? <laughs> 
<laughs> watch meatloaf, baby. Watch, 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 watch the meatloaf, baby. You put some gravy on that uh, meatloaf, baby. Come in, um, drop the meatloaf <laughs> on you. He's going to get the one, two, three, if you will. Get the, get put some gravy on it. We're going to take it home. <laughs> but no, nah, man, you know, but... but <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Uh, uh, but but seriously, dude, I never understood. I mean, I understand it. I know why they did because right. because it's it's, it's, right. it's Hispanic and it, you know everybody knows a burrito. But goddamn, yeah, man, yeah. you know it's, you, you couldn't call it El Diablo or some shit. I mean, you know <laughs> the devil. I mean well, something, man. Now, now Bart's motioning for something here. <laughs> Bart pushes down the referee. Now we have. I'm almost curious as. I want to think this is no disqualification match. But why did they? Uh, and, and there you go. <laughs> but we have a finish, man. Well, we just have a finish. Yes. And we got a new champion. We, yes. Yes. Manny Fernandez has beat uh, Black Bart for with, the belt, or for the championship, the title. With a. Uh, with a roll up. With a uh, yeah. Well, what we had was J.J. Dillon was throwing in the bull rope uh-huh. for Black Bart. Black right. Bart had his back to Manny Fernandez, and right. as Black Bart went to catch the rope, Manny Fernandez came up behind him. And rolled him up and secured the one, two, three. Yeah. You know. But like you were just saying about it being a no disqualification match, they were trying to do this behind the referee's back. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, didn't, yeah I didn't understand that that as far as yeah. Trying it, to keep that a secret. But yeah, hey. Hey yeah. man, it was a great yeah, match. That's what it is. But I will yeah. say this about the match. It, it was a good match. It was a it was. It was a very good match. Very entertaining, man. You know, obviously the the Raging Bull. But Mike, watching this together, me and you and kind of giving our review reaction. I don't know if a roll up is no. maybe the most the the most efficient way to finish a brass knuckle match. No, <laughs> it's definitely not. And this was not a pretty roll up. No, all. no, it wasn't. We, we're going to take and watch it again because they're doing the replay on it. Yeah, we're we're, uh, we're watching this. They're talking talking to each other and boom. We have a goes, ref bump. There goes the ref. ref so uh, who was wearing the, the janitor now. clothes? Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, now we have Raging Bull coming up with the roll up. Not the prettiest. Not at all. Uh, the referee is up in time to make yeah. a three count. The yeah. referee's also wearing a janitor that's, outfit. That's the thing, you know, he didn't he didn't have to take that that big bump and be out for two hours. That, that's right, uh, man. And let me tell you, jump rope, or not the jump rope, the jumpsuit. The, you know, the janitor, the janitor hey, outfit. Hey, hey, listen, <laughs> that's Sunny Fargo. Uh, okay, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm the famous Memphis Fargo. Uh, <laughs> You got to get get it straight. You know? Right, right. No, nah, man, I always thought that was just May pop as hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit on it, May pop, man. Motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> like a janitor up in here, man. It it's was, like the referee was, didn't call a, in. The referee called in, man. <laughs> it was a funny thing because it looks like... <laughs> Oh, let's go ahead. It's a it's a onesie. It's a onesie, man. It looks it's like a, some. It looks like a fucking janitor, <laughs> some shit, man. You go to clean out the goddamn, think... you know, contamination somewhere, man. Motherfucker, <laughs> it looks like the car. It looks like Duke the dumpster drossy up in the See, motherfucking I, house. It man. always put me more in mind of of the like the Sears seventies catalogs. I can see that. I right. can see that. No, dude, it looks to me like the referee called in. Oh shit, we need a referee. Go get the fucking janitor. <laughs> hey, Sonny. <laughs> Get your ass on the ring. Can you count to three? Yeah, hi, right, motherfucker, you're high. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, brother, what we got next on the card oh, here, man? It looks like we got we... a little bit of a recap or something here, man. Maybe a little bit of they're a... Really, uh, they're really putting over that, that that incident with Steamboat and, and Tully. Right, right. Um, we're talking now with uh, Steamboat in the back. But our next match is actually going to be... 
Paul Jones. Oh, man. Here we uh, go. With one of his guys from the Zambui Express. Right. Against Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man Valley. God damn it. Now, Mike, how do we feel about this? Uh, it's incredible. It's, it's truly, great. truly incredible. Now, Mike, let me ask you something, man. Uh, now, this is, I should go ahead and point this out. This is a tux, tuxedo street, street fight. fight. Loser leaves town match. Yes. Now, Mike, let me ask you, man, as far as our show goes, because, you know, we're starting to push around that time, man, you know. Do you think we should make this a two-parter? Because I'm thinking that this may be a good finish for today. I would say maybe... Uh, or how many more matches are there? I would say, let's push it a couple more. Okay, okay, let's kind of see where we're at. Your biggest matches are definitely going to be Tully and Rick. Rick, yes. And, of course, and Steamboat. I mean, Steamboat. Uh, yeah. And Rick and Dustin, obviously, which right. is going to take time. That might be the whole yes. So and Wahoo and and, and Superstar Billy Graham, right? But here comes Jimmy out now. Look at slick man. He, he looks pretty slick. He's I ain't slick gonna lie. man. Yes, I ain't gonna lie. Looking sharp, Look man. At Look at that hat. This man is looking uh, sharp, ladies gets, and gentlemen. Tom <laughs> Miller gets the shuggies right off the back from Boogie. Man, you know, I, I, I'm just watching this dude, and I'm marking the hell out, dude. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy the Boogie Woogie Man is tucked the fuck out, yes. man. He is clean as a goddamn whistle, man. Sharp as a tack. Yeah. He got his damn. He got clean, a bill. Clean as Peter. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Hundred percent, baby, yeah. all day long, man. Yeah. He even got his brim on, man. My man's rocking a go to hell hat. Dude. Oh, yes, he <laughs> is. is for real, man. He for real. is. And, and Paul Jones is rocking a cape. He's I mean, got a goddamn Dracula cape. Cape. He's got a tuxedo and a Dracula cape. Here. Look at God that. God damn, Look. I missed this shit, man. Look. This is the best shit. Dude. Right now, you're listening to Mark's just marking Mark out. Marking the fuck out, man. Mark in real time. <laughs> about all this. I mean, you got the assassin in a tuxedo. Yes. Looking slick as hell. Oh, yeah. So, once again, cleaner than the schemes, Peter. Oh, my <laughs> you know, God. I mean, you got the, a freshly shaved boogie woogie, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Thanks to Paul Jones. Yeah. Well, you know, he's just got, you know, he's building that, that beard back. Yes. Yeah, he grown it back. And he got a little bit going on, man. You well, know, no, he, he, he doesn't some... really quite have a beard as more as the mustache. And, and a and... hell of a goatee, man. Yeah. Like a hell of a goatee right, right. now. And wide. And, and and yeah, man, but he, he looking, you know, he kind of looks like Delbert McClinton from uh, the, the old musician, man. He right. kinda, they kind of favor one, right. one, one another. But no, nah, man, I, I'm tripping on Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man up here in the tuxedo, and I'm, I'm really tripping out on number one Paul Jones and the Dracula case. How about Sonny Fargo? In, in his, the janitor outfit. His, his blue onesie. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Get some stripes. Get Go get a fucking... <laughs> Go get a white T-shirt my man just and some to be black different. spray paint. My, my, man, my man just wanted to be different. Oh, it's different. It's different. Unless you're a fucking janitor. He's got the patch right here, the official yeah. NWA patch on, on, it, on his breast. <laughs> yeah, waste management. Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Dude, you got it. Come on, man. That motherfucker looks like the janitor. He does. <laughs> like I said, man, Tommy Young called in. <laughs> called out of me. And uh, they're like, well, I'll get the janitor in there. Yeah, man. Like I said, I'm watching this. I'm watching these two. Let's see. Here's here's the thing, and, and I want to say this, talking about Sonny Fargo again, because in Memphis, and this is the difference between territories and how how wide it could go. Now, well, Jones is get, getting chased around by Boogie. Well, which I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him. He's man. gonna get him. Finally, gonna get his hands on Paul Jones. Here it goes. This, this is it, man. Yeah. Now, this is the first time, right? Is this the first time that they've really? I think so. Locked right. up. Yeah. So, uh, Man, there's a lot of buildup right now. And he's got a rope around Jones's throat. It's right. Just, oh. It looks like one of the tag ropes. 
maybe one of the tag ropes or something. He, and he's tying him to the top rope. He's tying Holy him to shit, the, man. <laughs> he's tying him to the top rope on this thing. But you, around the neck so he can't go anywhere. <laughs> he's, he, he's stuck, man. He's stuck like Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> he can't get loose, man. Um, and you know, man, my whole profanity thing that I've been working on, this one, fuck that, oh, man, because yeah, I'm about to mark it all out, man. It's, it's gone, gone now, it's man. Gone. If, you uh, got, if you got kids listening, just... Tell them to go, go yeah, to bed, This ain't, this ain't bed. the time. No, this man. ain't the time. This, this ain't the Comic-Con show, no. people. This this yeah. is that damn... This is real-life shit, people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? He made him eat his own flower out of his yeah. tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Paul Jones spin that shit out, boy. <laughs> And, and, and uh, Mike, let me ask you, man. How now does he's stripping him? Now, how does one win a match in a tuxedo match? How, how does uh, it's one? Pinfall. Is it pin, I it's it a was, pinfall? I thought no, it was a pinfall. No, it's stripping. Down. Nope. Really? Nope. Did they ever have it's it pinfall. like that? I thought it was the nope. first one that was down to the boxers or, or their underwear lost. But nope. it is a pinfall. Pinfall. It's just an elaborate no disqualification street fight. It, street fight. Yeah. I think it gives Boogie Woogie Man a reason to wear a fucking tux because the man yeah. was sharp. Yep. Dude, that's what trips me out, man. Is yep. that man was sharp. Now let me ask you. Well, Mike. see, you, you'll notice uh, baby faces never had their their tuxedos or outfits stripped off them, and every tuxedo match is always the, the, heel. the heels that wind up naked. Pretty much naked. Yeah, pretty much. And, naked. and I never really noticed that, yeah. man. I never have, but yeah. Um, so yeah, right now, man, Paul Jones yeah. is. Uh, see, this is kind of uh, this is kind of weird. This is why I don't. Yeah, because Boogie Woogie Man like is this. ripping his pants off right now, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, and yeah. it's kind of awkward to watch. It is, uh, it is awkward. I, I forgot about this. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, uh, here's the thing. Though. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know what's so embarrassing about getting stripped down to your underwear when you're wrestling in them. When you're wrestling <laughs> in your underwear. I mean, they're actually he's wearing trunks. Yes. I mean, Paul he Jones. Is, he is wearing black trunks right now. I, I think what got me is when the buggy boogie man went down to his knees to undo his belt. Yeah. And I'm like, oh god, wait. Yeah. <laughs> so now, little, okay. you know, whatever, man. Each own, but you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Not, there's so, anything wrong so, with that. So Jones is loose now from the ropes. Finally, his head's not caught in the ropes anymore. And, and Jones is down to just his quote-unquote underwear, but they're trunks. Or yeah, trunks. and he's putting the boots to the boogie, to the boogie who's, boogie who, who's, who's shaking like a... That's not even a tux, man. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Let me tell you what the boogie was. A long sleeve shirt with a... With a tuxedo painted on it, man. Yeah. He had a jacket on. I thought it was legit, man. He took his jacket off. It's my buggers wearing a regular t-shirt or a regular shirt. With a tuxedo. Oh, man. I love the boogie woogie, man, oh, dude. And here, and here we, we go, go man. Here Good night, go. Irene. Good night, Irene. Uh, the sleeper hold. Sleeper. The sleeper yep. hold has been put on Paul Jones. Uh, man, just what two great talents. Uh, yeah, Brother, we're are. watching a masterpiece right now, yeah. man. This is and Jones is getting color all over oh, the place. Oh, dude, man, he's Jones ble he's is bleeding it out. He is leaking like a fucking faucet yeah. right now, man. Uh, the boogie woogie man is putting him to sleep. The the boogie woogie man is wearing a trailer shirt, dude, <laughs> painted up like. <laughs> well, it's gonna be red. Oh, it's red. This is over. Yeah, man, he's already, and that's it. The match is over, no, ladies no. and gentlemen. No, whoa, 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 no, it's whoa! Uh, it's a false. You got finish. some interference, and the janitor just got knocked down. Yeah. I mean, so who's going to make the pin? <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but that blue onesie is killing me. Dude. It's just, <laughs> so, so come on, Sonny. That had to be Sonny's idea, you know, because I don't see a promoter. He just want to get it out there. Yeah, oh, now here comes J.J. Yeah. Dillon in oh, the ring. No. And hits him over a, oh, with, that's a, with, bullshit, a, with man. a can of... Whatever that was a can of, man. Yeah. It was a can of bullshit is what it was. <laughs> 
no, 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 man, bullshit. I got bullshit on that. And Paul Jones wins the loser leaves town match. So that means that we'll never see the Boogie Woogie Man again. For 60 days. For a while. But he, he, he brings somebody in. We, 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 no, no. I this thought it's just that. The, no, this is not the, not the uh, out of town. Out of town, Charlie Brown from out of town. It, no, I got my shit all no. messed up, man. Yeah. yeah, I need to do research before I come to no, the podcast. Yeah, and we talked about this, <laughs> you know, in our earlier shows about that. Now, assassin here uh, is putting it over like he smells something. Oh, like that chloroform or something. Like on it. chloroform. Oh yeah, which yeah. I think originally it was supposed to be. One of those things, because J.J. had oh, a can, can and, and, and the rag. And he has the rag. He sure you'll, damn does, man. You'll see in the uh, replay here. Yes. Coming up, he comes. You can see him come. He's got the rag. He's got the can. And for whatever reason. He hits him with the can and not the rag. And just <laughs> takes it, picks up the rag, gets Jones over. And they never go with that. They don't go with the core form, but, man. But apparently, you know, they didn't tell the assassin that because he's still he's selling it like he smells like you know the ether, the chloroform. Well, technically, he did use chloroform. He just hit him in the head he with the hit with him the can. Damn hand with it. <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, man. Yeah. You know, Mike. Isn't it weird, man, when you go back and watch this a little bit older, you kind of start catching the things like that. Right. You know, it's almost weird because don't get me wrong, man. This is still great. I'm enjoying the hell out of watching that. That match was phenomenal, dude. I mean, I'm over here just, I'm still kind of riding a little bit of an adrenaline that's, wave. That's where it. it's like, okay, that roller coaster just went to that peak. To, to the peak, right yeah. there, man. Yeah. And it's just weird how nostalgia kind of plays a role in it, too. It's like, you know, you wouldn't have even thought about that back in the day. You no. know, it's like, whatever, man. Yeah. It's Boogie Woogie Man, dude. He and just he's, got hit. He just got hit, man, with yeah. a foreign object. You know, it was made yeah. in China. You know, right. um, you know, I always thought that, man. I always thought when they said foreign objects, I thought the shit was like in China <laughs> or, or, was, or something, I you know. It, I thought it was from the foreign wrestlers. <laughs> was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Especially though, yeah. if somebody was from yeah. parts unknown. Oh, dude, well, fuck yeah, it's a foreign object. Shit, man, you I don't know, know where, where it's, it's from. from. Yeah. <laughs> don't I touch just, that thing. I just thought it was made in China, man. I thought like an American, you know, pair of brass knuckles was cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, but man, you yeah. get that motherfucker from Japan or China. Nah, man, that's illegal. That's foreign. Foreign object. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trip man alright bro so what what we got at coming up All here right. next man? up next <laughs> we've got for the mid-atlantic heavyweight championship right. we got the challenger Dick Slater yes man huge Dick Slater fan yes sir yes sir I, and I'm becoming one going against Mr. Ron, Ron Bass. Bass with J.J. Dillon yes sir J.J. Dillon's out a lot. A lot. A lot. Yes, he is. A lot. In, in fact, Mike, you know, let's go back to that last match. What was J.J. Dillon's connection? Because I didn't him and, um, well, I know he's with the, um, oh, Lord, man. Help me out here, brother. I'm, I'm going in a circle here. Uh, he had totally Blanchard, I know, that totally and Jimmy had a little bit of a few going on. That's what I was trying to get to. Do you think that had anything to do with him? No, I think, I think you know, he had already established a friendship with Paul Jones. Okay, right. And he actually sold the contract for the Zambo Express to Paul Jones. That is correct. Right, right. So yeah. there's that connection. Right. I see. I got you. I got you. You know, I was thinking it was more of the totally connection, right. but yeah, that that's it. So yeah, man. So we have Dick Slater here, who I'm becoming a huge fan yeah. of, man. Um, you've turned me on to this guy. Going back to some of my research for our last show, I was like, damn, man, this guy was really, really underrated, man. Yeah. Kind of overlooked, you know. Yeah. Now, now in his time, he was giving his props. He was giving his title runs. For just sure. Like, just like that 84 now. run was, was, was tremendous. spectacular. Yes. Uh, but, man, it seems like his, the history books have been written 
Dick Slater is not given the props he should. It's almost more of a footnote than right. a chapter. Yeah, man deserves a chapter. Yeah, a absolutely. Couple, man. You know, I would say so. Definitely not just a footnote. Um, we got Sonny Fargo as a referee again. You know, I so wish he's getting a lot of work. He, he is getting. He's putting the work in, man. He has to pay for that ones he did. I, I, this killing think, me, Mike. It's yeah, killing me. I think. I think they're they're saving Tommy. For the main events. No, not even. He's not in the main event. I thought he was. I thought he made a man of that one. Oh, shit. Was he? I think. No. Joe Frazier. Oh, I. I that one. Right. That's right. Shit. But I that's think right. they're saving Tommy for the, the Steamboat Tully. Tully. Right, right. I want right. to say. But we'll see, you know, as it goes on. But there again, you know, Dick Slater just. God, what, what a. And Ron Very Bass good. as well. Ron, Ron Bass was great, oh, man. Oh, my God. He's another guy. Underrated. Very underrated, man. Underrated. Very. Now, man, don't don't um, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Ron Bass even captain a, a Survivor Series team? Yeah, he actually, did. I want to say he did. I mean, man, that's a pretty big deal, you yeah. know. Um, Back then, and he had a good run in the, in the WWF. He did. He re- and he kept his gimmick. Yeah, that's why. So I'm telling you. Oh yeah. You know yeah. that is yeah. such yeah. an anomaly. You know, Vince would. Hey, oh man, when Vince McMahon would change Barry Wyndham's gimmick. Oh. Y- you know that. I mean, we'll, we'll definitely could talk about that yeah. in, in its own in yeah. its own way. But this is just putting over how over Ron Bass was and how good he was, man. It was like he didn't need to change his gimmick. No. You know, in fact, in some ways, Mike, you could even maybe make an argument that the Cowboy Outlaw gimmick was already kind of a WWE-type gimmick to begin with. You know, yeah, it, it definitely had that character. It definitely had that yeah, kind of something, It's something yeah. that could use for sure. Right, right. It, it was a more Ron Bass, definitely not the first Cowboy. No, oh, yeah, right, 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 right. You've had so many exactly. at that point. But, uh... He was probably, um, I, I would I would say probably one of the best knowns for this best known for this era because he, he got definitely seen more right you know during the eighties from Crockett all the way up to WWF right man so he he worked pretty much everybody man he worked all the styles he yes yeah. and, and like I said man he was just over he was so good dude I mean oh, Bob yeah. Bass was just one of those guys man and he was just phenomenal yeah you know he got it. You can tell he, he got it. He know. did. Uh, but, yeah, man, so right now, you know, like I said, we're setting them up. Uh, so far, it's just some, you know, basic back and forth, you know, trying to, uh, you know, one of the workers trying to put it over the other one, you know, man, basically just trying to see if he can get the advantage over who uh, kind of early on. Pretty much clinical. Right. You know, a clinical match yeah. so far. Um, Dick Slater, once again. It's just, definitely going to be, uh, it, it, you know. It's going to be uh, definitely a good mix between technical and just brawling. Brawling, man, yes, yes. Because they were both great brawlers. And, you know, man, I think that's a good uh, a good thing to bring up is how similar these guys are. Oh, yeah. And their styles, man, which puts these two together, I mean, makes so much sense. Yeah. You, you know, because you're about, like I said, we're witnessing a clinic right now. Right. There's so much going on, man, it's even hard to kind of explain it. Uh, to the people not watch. Once again, watch this match. Absolutely. You, you know, go and back. It, look at look at Sonny Fargo. God, he's so quick in that. He is. I don't know that it is a one. Hey, I see a belt. Man, he has a belt. He, they just match, man. His jeans and his shirt match like like most uh, waste management uniforms <laughs> do. I'm telling you, man. The motherfucker tries to tent him and Duke the dumpster, bro. He will not get off of Sonny Fargo. Look at him. Look at Sonny. But he's in good shape. All right, here's age. the thing about Sonny Fargo. And the differences between the two territories, from Memphis and Crockett, <laughs> not that far away from no. each other, ge- yeah, geographically. But here's the thing: you never, 
being here, you never saw anything from Memphis. No. And being from no. Memphis, you never saw anything here. No. So, Sonny Fargo could referee here, but Memphis, Sonny Fargo was known as Rough House Fargo. Right. Right. Which, you know, if, if uh, Jackie Fargo, you know, and the Fargo brothers, he, he was one of the, he was the black sheep, you know, storyline, right. story-wise. Story Sonny Fargo, Roughhouse Fargo, was was the guy that was the crazy guy. Right, right. Actually, was in a uh, an insane the institution. asylum. Yeah, the institution. Yeah, yeah. And anytime they got things got too bad for them, you know, the heels were just giving them too much. They were outnumbered. They would have to go and sign out Sonny <laughs> Roughhouse Fargo in. and bring him in. Clear house. Clear house. Take care of business. Yeah. Take and him they, back. Uh, take him back. <laughs> Now, all that time angle, he man. was he was refereeing in and, and, and the Carolinas. Yeah, <laughs> ain't it great how you could do that back then? Once again, it's a yeah. show to how our technology, our, our the internet, especially right. how it's as yeah. great as it is, and all the good things it's provided for us. How it kind of has taken away some of that magic, some yeah. of that that you know, carny. Yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. That that carnival aspect is yeah. exactly it, man. Because, I mean, that's a great angle, dude. That, I right. mean, that just sounds good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's realistic. I mean, yeah. hey, man, people go to the same asylum all the time, dude. That's yeah. why we have them. And people would go absolutely nuts for Roughhouse Fargo. Yeah. Because he would love bad. him. Yeah, because he was nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and he would take care of this business. Is crazy. Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, you know, here he says, hey. He's a referee. This is where you're a Sunny Fargo referee. Yeah, in, man. The, in a blue onesie. And he probably got that shit off the staff at the goddamn <laughs> insane asylum. <laughs> It's a janitor. I told you, goddammit, it's a janitor. (laughs) It all full circle, bro. There's your connection. (laughs) It all full circles, man. Uh, But right now, man, getting back to the action in the ring, you know, we we just have Black Bart basically working over Dick Slater. Dick Slater playing baby. Or doing the baby role. uh, Who did pretty well as a baby. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just as good as a heel, you know. Once again, man, one of those those rare uh, workers that could play either role. Yeah. Flawlessly, right? He knew it so well. I think his his, his Crockett run with that baby face deal was was one of his best. I know he, you know, he went up north to the WWE. Right. Uh, he did the Rebel gimmick. I think I remember that. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, yeah. He just didn't did not catch on. It's did probably just catch one. On all, but he would spend most of his career as a as a heel. Right. You know, early. All in his career, he did the babyface. Uh, I think he won a couple of tag titles with Dusty Rhodes. Right, he did, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, I wonder if it was one of those issues, man, when he did the Rebel, just just doing it in front of that WWE audience. You know, it just did not translate no. as well. And, and you could know, not but, relate. They just, just could right, relate. Right. Yeah. In fact, if anything, man, it'd be more of a heel. You know, yeah. it's like, oh, well, you one of those. You now, know. here's a move that's interesting. You don't see a whole lot. Uh, Ron Bass just did the Bulldog. The Bulldog. You don't see that a lot anymore. Right. A great move, man. Yeah. A tremendous move. Um, in, in case you're listening to this and don't know exactly what a Bulldog is, first of all, why are you listening to us to begin with? Second <laughs> of all, I mean, so I know everybody should be. But just in case you're, you're not aware, it's basically like a DDT but reversed. In other words, you have them in a side headlock. Uh-huh. Um, and then You run, and then you just drop them down on their head. Right. Um, if you turn your body around, it would basically be like a DDT, you know, without them running, obviously. But, um, yeah, man, if you don't know what a bulldog is and you're listening to us, you're, you're probably um, lost as fuck anyway. Right. So. <laughs> but but anyway, man, let's see. So we got J.J. Dillon working over Dick Slater on the outside. Now we have Ron Bass through Dick Slater out. 
J.J. Dillon's getting the heat on him, and the referee's distracted. Uh, he's probably emptying a trash can or something. Oh, there he is. Okay. Um, I'm telling you, man. I'm, I love for Sunny Fargo. Uh, 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 no, not today, brother. This is not the Sunny Fargo Appreciation Channel. Not today. Uh, but, I mean, but he is doing a great job. I'll be honest. You know, he I, is. I mean, I'm he's just talking out his outfit. Too. Yeah, and he's moving around. Yeah, I mean, he is. No, he's on it, man. Yeah, but I, I just can't get over the uh, the uniform. The uniform's killing me, brother. <laughs> but so yeah, Pass has got Slater right back in the corner, and, and I don't know what to call it other than you know, kind of Slater hulking up. You know, as far as. You know, that's what he's doing. He's he's walking turnbuckle to turnbuckle right now. Yeah, and he's basically hulking up. Yeah, you know, not not exactly in that, in that Slater in that Slater way. He, he's yeah. is he dicking up, man? He's dicking up. He's dicking he, up. He's dicking up or dicking out <laughs> or dicking out. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's dicking out. Oh, oh no, Sonny Fargo just got thrown out with the trash. <laughs> Slater's had enough. He's just taking he's it over on it, everybody. Man. He's over it, man. He's dicking out on everybody. He just he just dicked out on Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit, man! Oh, oh it's back! It's oh, back! It's yeah. back! We just oh. had, we had a one second technical delay. Oh no! Our technical issue. JJ just jumped in. JJ JJ just jumped in on the dick, and, and the dick just slammed yeah, JJ. Yeah. He's dicking out on JJ. <laughs> JJ just dicked out of the ring. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. We have a, a scoop body slam, uh, a real one. Uh, great uh, leg drop by Dick Slater on yeah, the Ron Bass. Jumping leg drop. But but once again, what? the referee's out emptying the trash Sonny. cans. Sonny, get in there, Sonny. What? Oh, and look at this, man. Sonny ain't having it, man. Dick Slater done put his hands on the referee. That's a disqualification. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Dick Slater loses to Ron Bass via yeah. disqualification. Yeah, and Dick doesn't understand why. And and Dick should know better, man. You When you dick out on the referee, yeah. man, you, you lose. Just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. If, if we... Don't be a dick to Sonny. Just don't be a dick. I say don't be a dick, period, but unless you're talking about Sonny's wardrobe, then it's okay to be a little bit of a dick. But <laughs> oh, he's about to dick out on JJ. Yeah, JJ's yeah. about to get dicked out, uh, <laughs> and he's dicking out on a uh, run bass man. He's dicking out. He's uh, dicking he, out. He's double dicking. He's <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. All right, man. This is we... just terrible. <laughs> this one will go down in history, bro. Yeah. This will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, man. I think we just said hey. we. This podcast is called the Fuck It. Fuck it. Dick Slater. Dick Slater, motherfucker. Dick Slater. Don't be a Slater hater. Yeah. <laughs> Pull your dick out. But <laughs> all right, man. Well, brother. <laughs> That's where we got Oh, Jesus, man. I think this is a good place to end it for today, yeah, bro. This will probably end the whole. Show oh yeah, man. We'll never be heard again, yeah. man. Yeah. Even two dogs and Jeff's gonna be like, "Fuck y'all, man." <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's gonna be like, "Yeah, fuck off, dude." Yeah, oh, you and your dick jokes. Man. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, man, I tell you what, brother, we're definitely, we're definitely going to make this a two-parter. Yep, obviously, yep. Um, uh, I, no, no spoilers for next week, man. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, no spoilers. We'll, we'll keep it going. We're going, we're going to keep it going. We'll just cut uh, it off right here, yes, right now, yes. and we'll pick it back up. We will pick it back yes. up, man. We will pick it back up. Uh, but Mike, brother, I had <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a blast today, yeah. dude. I have fun every week, man. Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. Even this morning, I'm kind of dragging a little bit. I was like, oh shit, man, I gotta get the podcast going, and uh, you know, obviously looking forward to it, man. But uh, you know, it's a little bit. I was kind of dragging ass, man. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. it's a little bit of a drag this morning. I'm like, oh shit, man, I gotta get going. A little, a little behind, and man, I'm over here just tripping my ass off, man. I'm having a blast, All dude. Right. This, this just. 
this is fun, man. And uh, and ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think about this one, because like I said, this is new. I mean, we're, we're um, discussing, you know, something we're watching. Yeah. So you know, we and don't being disgusting at the same, at the time. same time. At the same time, <laughs> just disgusting like and being disgusting. Disgusting as, as we do. Uh, that yeah. that's us, man. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think, man. You know, because you know, even going into this one, I'm like, you know, man, the people aren't going to watch it. You know, they can't see it. Will we be able to put it over? You know, let us know. You know, you give give us a heads up, man. You know, I think we did fairly well. You yeah. know, um, like I said, man, it it was a blast. It's not exact science, <laughs> brother. What what have we learned today, man? Don't be a Slater hater. Uh, Dick's out for dick. Slater, and don't be a dick. Don't and dick. Uh, it's not an exact science, brother. <laughs> well, man, I guess we ought to get about ready to wrap this bad boy up. We're out of time. We are out of time. The puds have got to go. Um, but I just want to say again, Mike, thanks for uh, opening up the Pug Cave today, brother. I had a blast, man, as always. Um, again next week. I, and, and again, man, a great, great Friday night with the first in fright. That was phenomenal, man. I cannot wait to the next event. A lot of fun. Uh, what, what, what's the next event going on in town, brother? Uh, oh, I don't even know right now. It's a uh, culture crawl, maybe. Culture crawl, yes. Is that it? Is that it? And that's all the way in November. Okay, so we got a yeah, minute. We got time on that. We got a minute, sure. man. Maybe you can, maybe you can get you a nap in, brother. Yeah. Maybe yeah. <laughs> you know take a thing. Yeah. You know, recharge yeah. the batteries a little yeah. bit, yeah. man. Actually, might watch uh, SummerSlam tonight. Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. is tonight, isn't yeah. it, man? Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll probably skip we'll it, it but just, uh, yeah, just to see what happens. Just to see, man. Just maybe, to see. yeah, man. Um, you know, I think I'll probably skip it, but uh, you know, I hope they, I hope it's a great show. Uh, like I say, our friends over at uh, This Is a Work will be uh, covering that show. Um, hopefully, they, they don't, you know, man, they, they, their schedule is definitely hectic. They'll uh, definitely have it up by, the, by the end of. The, this coming week. yeah that that's the whole that's the right. goal man that's the goal so they may have one up before the next yeah. podcast maybe not yeah. man you know it's, it's hard to get everybody done you know like but, i say man you know those like guys we're, work. So, we're covering stuff from 1984 so yeah yeah <laughs> we, uh, we, a we little can, bit of time to wait on yeah that happens you know, like a, a few days prior you yeah, know spoiler just, alert yeah. You know, in fact, I, I was watching this documentary on, on Netflix about some stuff that went on in the 1980s, uh, about in 84, 85. I, I won't go into what it was or anything. But I was telling a friend of mine at work about it. She's like, well, don't tell me any spoilers. I'm like, the shit happened in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, damn, man, you know, I think I think NBC News beat me to it back in the 80s. Right, you know? right. But uh, I just thought that was funny. It just kind of reminded me of that, man. You know, it's like, yeah, we, we're not on this, like, you know, we're not on a time frame. No, no, you no. Know? Um, but man, I enjoyed this, man. Once again, this was another first for us. And, um, you know, let us know what you guys think, as yeah. always, man. Not yeah. just this show, but that's all questions, shows. anything like that? Absolutely, man. If you got any questions, anything you want us to talk, suggestions, whatever, yes. man, uh, drop us uh, drop us a post on our message board or on our uh, Facebook page, uh, on our YouTube page. And always, 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 ladies and gentlemen, like, subscribe, and share, man. Let people know, you know. Let us know uh, what you like and let them know what we're doing, you know. And, um, well, Mike, brother, you got anything you'd like to end us with? Yep. All good here. All right, man. Well, I guess until uh, next week, uh, same putt time, same putt channel. Y'all have a good one. Dukes. <laughs> and not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our program. No, we have got to go. This has been a great event. There's some people out there that hate us for this. <laughs>